Hi, hello, welcome back to the podcast. This is Speaking Up Proud. I'm your host, Keen Straub. I'm your other host, Sydney Smith. And today we have a special guest, um, a drag queen from Grand Rapids, our favorite, Ginger Ambrosia. Hello, hello. And I invented chlamydia. Good morning. Give it up for that. Good morning. Thank you, Ginger. Today, our topic that we're going to be talking about is queer sex. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Juicy. So either turn it up or turn it down, whatever you yeah. want to do. <laughs> <laughs> but before uh, that, we have to get to the news. Yeah. We have very before important Before we get into the topic today, uh, we're going to go to our segment called A Late Take on the Latest. Welcome to our late take on the latest, our rapid fire segment where we bring you the latest queer news that you need as of when we recorded this. That's you. All right. No one cued me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Today's top headline involves former bachelor Colton Underwood, who recently came out as gay while on Good Morning America. Searches of Colton Underwood related to Carrie Underwood went up 100% that day. Some Bachelor fans are now demanding the first ever gay season of The Bachelor, an idea which queer people across the nation are calling ill-advised and bad. Here's Kian with our next top story. In other gay male news, Tan France is expecting, uh, that's news to me, the Queer Eye, queer eye star. Why did I read that like that? He's showing. And <laughs> the Queer Eye star and his husband get to fulfill their lifelong dreams of becoming dads. Cute. When will I fill my lo- lifelong <laughs> dream of becoming a daddy? <laughs> right I did now. not write Say that. it like daddy. <laughs> no, I refuse. Right now. Also, literally, I've never felt more like a daddy since um, messaging Ginger over the last few weeks. Oh, yeah. Uh, every time I message baby. you, I have to say, hi, Dad. Yeah. Good morning, Daddy. It could be anything. There was a Zaddy in there, too. Zaddy. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. I want a message like that. <laughs> you can get one. Thank you. Next time. Okay. Over to you, Sydney. What a nice personal touch, Kian. <laughs> <laughs> in less upbeat news, around the country, gay bars and other queer spaces are struggling amid the COVID-19 pandemic. It's time to get out there and support your queer spaces in whatever way possible. Since your options in Grand Rapids are currently limited to one, it's time to start going into straight places with your queer friends and making those places queer. Bell Tire will never see it coming. I'm more of a jiffy lube girl. <laughs> 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 and that was another segment of late... A late take on the latest... <laughs> I bet you feel so informed. (laughs) And we're back. And now we're going to play a game that we have not told Ginger about. Oh, my God. Are we all playing this game? Yeah. We're all going to play this game. I haven't looked at this yet either. You haven't looked at this (laughs) either? I'm scared. It's just a little warm If we sound unprepared, we... it's aroused. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. (laughs) (laughs) That's very brave of you to make that statement. So aggressive. I am. 
Like, you need us to believe you. <laughs> so we're going to play a game. Um, it's basically never have I ever. You can take a drink if you have, if you um, feel the need. I'll um, drink my bubbly. Oh, there you go. Sponsored by bubbly. <laughs> they are pretty, pretty queer. Um, it's so an inside joke that Kian didn't laugh at. Oh, what did you say? <laughs> I said Pete Buttigieg. I he missed. Said sponsored, Ginger said sponsored by, and I said Pete Buttigieg. We're gonna get shirts that say that have oh, that say sponsored by Pete Buttigieg. No. <laughs> and that's no. it. <laughs> that's all the people need to know. <laughs> um. Okay, so we're gonna play a game. Uh, never have I ever done these gay things. So if you have. Then take a drink. Oh, okay. Okay. Never have I ever cut my fingernails because of being queer and not just because. Are you drinking? I thought, okay, we had this conversation. I swear you I, admitted to that. I um, bite my fingernails because <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. I'm disgusting. Oh, okay. I so I never have sense. to cut them. Make her bite your fingernails. Ew. It's like a thing. I would never yeah. do that. That's what queer people do. <laughs> 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 you heard it here first. Okay, never have I ever watched Blue is the Warmest Color. I watched the sex scene on Pornhub. (laughs) 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 And that's it. (laughs) Okay, never have I ever rewinded, rewound a show slash movie to watch the queer part over again. I watched it multiple times. (laughs) (laughs) One time I did poppers. The only time. And I was watching Call Me By Your Name, and I almost passed out. I don't know what that is. It's vi- Call Me By Your Name? Game. Yeah. Or Poppers? No. Because <laughs> I don't know what Poppers are either. Oh, I, <laughs> no, I know what they are, though. You know what they are. Okay. Yeah. No. Well, we'll have to get it. Well, wait. Sorry, I want to ruin your game. When I picture Poppers, for some reason, I imagine someone sniffing a highlighter, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Poppers. I um, think of jalapeno poppers. <laughs> You're like, I poppers the, the other poppers. night. She's like, am I doing it? <laughs> I'm like, this is spicy. <laughs> 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 it's burning. Is it supposed to burn? <laughs> it is. Um, okay, never have I ever taken an Am I Gay quiz. We took the one on the podcast, but then yeah. I did also take Sydney made me because Sydney said, I, I think that you're gay and I think we should address it. Am I gay? What kind of questions does it ask? Everybody was talking about it. I wanted to address the rumors. Yeah. Uh, the message uh, boards. On the message boards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, never have I ever owned three or more rainbow things. You don't have three rainbow things? No. Oh. I don't like rainbow I don't know if I have a single rainbow thing. Hmm. Um, never have I ever been with someone who is just curious. And another sip in solidarity is that. Wait, um, what? Like, never mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Should we take another drink because of sadness of being in that situation? <laughs> oh, my God. No, wasn't Mine sad, wasn't very sorry. sad either. Sorry, oh, Keen. Okay. I'll take one for you because you sound you sad. <laughs> finish your drinks for me. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you said something about this a little bit earlier. Never have I ever been grossed out by a straight sex scene. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. What, what do you know what it was? Didn't you say you saw like full dick erect? I did. Was it a straight sex? Well, <clears throat> I also do testing in the bathhouse here and I see straight porn and that grosses me out a lot. I don't you know don't anything of wait, what you I just wouldn't. Said. Am- <laughs> oh, wait. wait, wait. <laughs> what? What do you. I do HIV testing in the bathhouse. The bathhouse? So, bathhouse is like a place during the 80s where gay men would go have sex. But because they couldn't, didn't have anywhere, anywhere else to go. And then, like, AIDS shut them down. And then people were like, AIDS isn't that bad, girl. And then they opened back up. And. Um, this is like this is. This sounds like COVID. <laughs> yeah. And um, oh, no. but now they still exist. What are called health clubs. But it's just oh. people each other. Is and, it really? And it's open. Is this like a widely known thing that I never heard in of? Most cities they have one. In Chicago they have one right in Boystown. Wow. Scheme works. I was not aware of this. But they, now they just opened it up to straight people. So I'm what? testing now on their straight porn, and I'm like, this is a lot. There's oh. so much to unpack. It's yeah, she's like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, ma'am, it's not that serious. <laughs> That's crazy to me. So like, you would not watch straight porn on your own. No. Interesting. <laughs> I just feel like everybody watches. I I assume everybody watches everything. I don't know why. It maybe not like regularly, but I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it depends for me on like how quick quickly I want to find something to watch. So, like, if I'm looking for something specific, I'll take some time. But if you just, like, give up and if you're, I'm like, like I just want to, yeah, I just want to, you know, get done with it, then I'll just scroll down the first page of yeah. and, like, pick one that seems okay. <laughs> I think I'm always on the same thing. The s- same exact video you haven't me- it's memorized. It's the same video, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the same video every time. And it's you just downloaded, you don't even use the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Okay, never have I ever moved in with someone after being with them for three or less months. Well, yeah. Was it Drew? Mm -mm. Oh. (laughs) Sorry, Drew. (laughs) Oh, Drew's in it too. Oh, Drew, do you watch straight porn? (laughs) Okay, never have I ever dated an ex's ex. Is this like a defined relationship? <laughs> like they're they were official. It doesn't have to be full on. If you had relations, okay. <laughs> okay, um, that's the end. And I think you guys are a lot gayer than me. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. keep track, but the results of your MI gay quiz were really inconclusive. So yeah, but I think know. we know now. Okay, now we're on to the main segment. <laughs> bada bing bada boom <laughs> Jesus um, <laughs> okay so talk about sex? yeah Drew close your ears <laughs> Drew's scared of sex <laughs> yeah, Drew over here no he's afraid he's gonna Drew. turn a corner and it's gonna be there this Drew there's no one else in the room he's a huge dick that's all you need to know at home, folks at home It's, you had to get out of the house, that's why you're here. 
Yeah. I'm glad I'm sitting over here, away from it. <laughs> so ginger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you test people for HIV for a living, right? I do. What's yeah. that like? How did you get into doing that? Um, I studied gender studies at school. Me and too. LGBTQ studies. And then I was working with children and I hated them. And so someone told me that this place was hiring called Red Project. That's where I worked. And I was like, cool. And I didn't know I didn't know a whole lot about HIV at all. But I was like, I can figure it out. And I was at the front desk girl. And I was in that job for about like a year. And then I would see people come in and out to get tested. And I was like, I want to do the actual testing part. Like, I want to do that. So I got tested. I got trained in like doing the testing. And then I started working with people who, uh, when they get tested, they test positive for HIV. So I work with them and I help them get a doctor. I kind of tell them the bad news and then I um, help them get it all figured out. So because I'm one of the younger people at my job, which mm, I'm still young, even though I just <laughs> I feel really old right now, but I'm one of the younger people. So um, before COVID, when we would do like testing at the bars and things like that, they'd be like, you're going to do it because you're young. And you can stay up late. Um, so then I started doing testing in the nightclubs and the bathhouse um, and all the like places really late at nighttime uh, where it's like riskier behavior. But yeah, you just come in, you get your finger poked, and we take a little tiny bit of blood. It's not like a blood draw or anything. But I'm also scared of blood, so I, I faint what? when I get my own blood drawn. <laughs> I'm really nervous, and I pass out every time. But I can do it to other people, and it's fine. It's crazy to me that you guys go to people, like, you go places and do, like, I feel like, I don't know how to explain this, like, I feel like in other ways, like, medical things, like, they don't go out of their way to help you or, like, I don't know. Yeah. Just adding on to that, there's also, like, not the usually, like, supportive person after you get the bad news that's, like here's how we deal with this and is also like empathetic to the situation yeah it's really important because a lot of people like obviously if you heard that kind of i don't know have you ever had an sti no an sti no oh well it's just me but when you find out that you have an sti it's not a fun time and it's like, embarrassing and usually people don't want to talk to me at first so i just let them know that i'm here if you want to talk to me and eventually they'll come around um, sometimes I do want to talk to someone right then. It's really weird. Sometimes we're doing testing and people are drunk at the nightclub. Oh, That's yeah. really hard. So we have to gauge whether or not if we do tell them that they're HIV positive, how well will they take the news? And sometimes we, we guess wrong and they do not take it well. Sometimes most people, though, take it. They get really quiet and they don't really talk to me a lot. And they're, I think they're embarrassed. And I just let them know it's nothing to be embarrassed about. And I explain the science behind everything and try to calm them down as best I can. Um, but yeah, a lot of places kind of just stay in their office. Mm-hmm. And it's important, especially with when you're working with HIV, you're working with a lot of like people of color communities or queer communities and people who don't, who don't trust the medical system. So they may not come to you ever. Yeah, or it's even really know that it's out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and even if they do know, they're probably not going to show up because they, they might know someone that works there because it's a queer oh, yeah. organization. So yeah. it's really important to be out in the community and it's just there. And we ever, I actually helped change Red Project advertising because at first it was just like HIV testing. And I was like, nah, like I wouldn't do that. Like 
if I was dancing here at the gay club, I would not do that. Yeah. So I was like, how do we like change this? So we changed it to, it just says like, dance, get tested, dance some more. So that way people know like you're just popping in for a test. It's 20 minutes. You're gonna get. You're gonna go back dancing. Mm-hmm. Even if you're positive, you're gonna go back dancing, and we're gonna make it look like nothing. Nothing happened. So that's my job too, is to make sure that I. It's a juggling act of like being empathetic, but also usually people are going out back and like around other people. So I have to kind of help them get into a mindset of like, okay, other people outside this room don't know what's going on, and mm-hmm. so we have to pretend that everything's fine. It's not fine, but it will be fine. And I will talk to you tomorrow. So that's kind of what I have to do. So That's a lot, but that's cool. Yeah, it is. Um, it's cool that we have that resource in our community. Um, what, I guess, would you want people to know the most that you've learned about the queer community in general through the, your job or HIV or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people still don't know when I tell them that um, people who have HIV can live their full whole life until they're, like, 95 and die from, like, a heart condition or, like, an old age or whatever, um, and HIV is not going to impact them the same way that it used to. So sometimes in the media, we still see things from, like, the 80s or the 90s. Um, I think 1994 was, like, around then was, like, the height of the AIDS epidemic, so it wasn't that long ago. Um, and a lot of people died. A lot of people died off in the queer community. And so mm-hmm. um, I work with some people who are like elders living with HIV and they've lived, they lived through the AIDS epidemic and they now work in the HIV field still. Um, and I see them frustrated sometimes because they lived through that whole, that whole thing mm-hmm. and we, we still haven't figured it out. Um, mm-hmm. And as we're in COVID right now, that's been like, we're all frustrated. And if you can imagine, I can't imagine, but I try to, how frustrating it must be to watch HIV still going on after all this time. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I see people still not as like educated as they could be, but it's, it's not their fault. Often our, our education system around like sexual <clears throat> health is really, really outdated and really wonky. Yeah. Yeah. I think I had texted from like my gym teacher yes. who also taught health class. That yeah. was my situation too. I was gender ed. I just remember they like came in, they were like, you say these things and they brought in like, uh, they <laughs> hey, brought, <kids>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boys and girls, what just boys? <laughs> <laughs> they're like boys and they see me, they're like, I think they're a boy. Um, <laughs> you're a fruity one. But they like, they brought in like, what are the dodgeballs? Those like foam balls, mm-hmm. you know, and they just like the kid like a bunch of them and dropped them. He's like, "What are those?" And, like, what are those? and um, everyone was like, "Balls." And he was like, "We don't call." He's like, "Yeah, those are balls, but what are these?" Balls. What? He was like, no, those are called testicles, and we don't yeah, rape. What? Like it was. Like that. <laughs> That's it. Like, That's all you need to know. Oh. <laughs> Did you? Okay, so was that like, uh, like? I had sex ed in high school, which was, like, an actual class. But then in middle school, we had, like, a two- or three-day thing. Did you guys have – you had that, too? I think I had that in, like, sixth grade. We had to get a permission slip signed. In sixth? We were in, like – Yeah. Yeah, mine was in sixth grade, too. I want to say I was in fourth grade. Oh. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I definitely was in fourth grade because it was in, like, the school that you were only at until fourth grade. So. Mm. Um, which was weird, but my, (laughs) 
mom let me skip the second day of it because I was too uncomfortable with it. <laughs> and all I remember is, like, my one teacher just, like, got out the biggest pad and just, like, was, like, put <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> like showing people how to use it and it was just like it was so <laughs> awful when does that that doesn't start in fourth grade no so doesn't. i feel like some people it does oh. fourth grade how old are you in fourth grade uh four i don't i don't know yes every grade is the age or 11? i feel like 11 you are not 11 in fourth grade are you wait can okay <laughs> what you are the grades? Maybe. I you should start them young, though. That sounds weird, but I have coworkers who, like, their kids know about sex. Yeah. And I, I think that that's the best. I mean, way. yeah. I at agree. Home, at home. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I was going to get into a whole other thing, but... Okay. I'm like, if you do it at home, like, there's people who will not do it at home. Yeah, they will. In, like, a healthy way that makes oh, yeah. you feel comfortable. Yeah, a secret that I've never said out loud. Yeah. Drew, buckle in. I, what is, so, like, right before I had sex ed, my parents are like, are you ready for it? And I was like, yeah, I'm ready for it. And then they were like, how do you think babies happen? And I shit you not. I think someone told me this to be mean, but I, like, I was like, oh, yeah, that's real. Because I was a child. You uh, were so four in fourth grade. So. Through bus. <laughs> What did you and say? I'm still trying to get pregnant that way. Just <laughs> to this day. I, no, I was just like, yeah, you you have a, a dick. You have a wiener. I think I probably said wiener. And <laughs> The only other is, hole is a butthole. Yeah. Oh, I literally was like, <laughs> so everyone has, what? I don't get it. But and, babies, yeah. My yeah. parents were like. <laughs> and they never told you the truth. <laughs> yeah. And that's, kids, that's how I ended up like this. <laughs> Okay, so queer or not even sex education sucks. Um, so, okay, there's three of us here, and I thought this would be a good topic to talk about because we all have different sexual orientations, um, but have also, at least two of us, experienced different sexual orientations at one point in our lives. Mm hmm. Um, I know what you're hinting at. <laughs> you were straight. I <laughs> <laughs> was. Um, so I just thought we had a lot of, we can cover a lot of ground. I have fingered a girl. Okay. And I have uh, had sex with a vagina. I'm just, thinking, like, vagina, I'm just <laughs> thinking about your <laughs> nails. <laughs> your finger nails. <laughs> yeah, I use these too. <laughs> um, Ouch. <laughs> oh, I okay. I are you wanting to talk about the myths and the absurd? Is that where? Yeah, you're but going? I didn't write anything down, so oh. I mean, I feel like we can kind of talk about it as we talk about this. Okay, unless you have something. I mean, I have a few, but there's what I'm, are well, we just heard Ginger's myth rant. that she she thought. Huh. Oh yeah, I never had like a what was sex situation i guess i didn't know what a blowjob was until i had to give one (laughs) that's a really bad time to find out how did it go i don't know i mean it like 
the finale happened, so. The finale. <laughs> That's great. It was in a garage. Okay. I regret it. <laughs> oh, no. I told my dad to stop doing that. Jesus. Um, I mean, I was like, I have a lot more to say about like being queer and like what I've learned in in the queer community as far as sex goes, and like like I talk about roles in stand up, um, like tops and bottoms and stuff like that. I have a lot to say about that. So I rant about this a lot because it seems very rigid like when you think about tops and bottoms Mm -hmm. and like I would say some of the relationships I've been in it's been like stricter that might not be the right word than others Mm -hmm. about like what role everybody is and like emphasizing that like in sex and in life and like how you act in general and I think that's it just like Especially if I'm, you know, being with a woman, it just seems weird that we still have these very, like, to me, gendered roles to play. Like, stereotypically, the top is, like, the more masculine person, um, and the bottom is more feminine. And I feel like bottom has, like, these weird negative connotations sometimes about being submissive in bed and in life. Yeah. And I don't like it because I'm like, well, sorry that like it like ignores the different ways that people like to receive and give and like just the diversity of who people are as. Yeah. And like what you can like one day and not like the next day. Um, And that to me is, is fluid. And so like being put in a box like that and being told I'm this or that is uh just i don't know it feels very like i'm being like pigeonholed yeah so um, top or bottom <laughs> <laughs> and who pays when you go out oh yeah oh my god i am a verse queen do uh, lesbians say verse i do i don't i don't know if in a larger lesbian. i mean why i don't know is, i guess right i feel like right. i don't know it is so toxic, like, in the men who have sex with men world, like, the gay male world, the top and bottom thing is so aggressive, and it's, like, so rooted in, like, masculinity and toxic mm-hmm. masculinity, and I feel like that leaks into, like, I don't know, like you said, like, everything that we do, like, you're the more feminine one and you're the, you're the girl. And like, mm-hmm. I know straight people have everything laid out for them. And that sounds gross to me. Like, why would you want your whole life to be like, you know, cookie cutter. And if you do mm-hmm. this, you do this. As and they see person, it I everywhere. Like, yeah. And it's like, they fall into this like role. And I'm like, I like being a queer person cause I can do whatever I want. That's how exactly how I feel. So why would I do that? Mm-hmm. I, I feel a lot of guilt when I hear you guys talk, or not even just you guys, like, in general, when I think about that, because there is a lot of me that is, like, I want people to feel more open to be able to be whoever they want, do whatever they want, not have to fit into that, but I know that, personally, there's, a, I would say about half of me that, like, does fit into that, though, and, like, wants the straight life, if that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like if it, if that's what you're comfortable with and, like, that's what you like, then why not? 
Yeah. And if you're, like your partner's fine with it too, okay and they that? like it, then <laughs> why not? She's gonna like say no. <laughs> a verse top king. Yeah. I'm figuring it all out. Okay. <laughs> like, we shouldn't have boxes. Um, I think the the problem I have with it is like the just like rigidity of some of the people that I've been with. It's like I I I only want to perceive be perceived this way, and so they're like, I don't want to do this because I don't want to be like a bottom or you know, and it's like a negative thing. Um, But I'm like, still like if you and your partner are comfortable with. Yeah. You know, the roles that you play and you both enjoy it, then, you know. And I feel like, I mean, we talked about, like, the boxes and everything being, like, strict and whatever. And, yeah, with, like, being queer, there is more, you can be more of whatever you want. But, like, we just said it, there is also, like, the toxicity where it still exists and comes into it. And then I feel like some of the disgust, I guess, towards, like, like, I even feel it towards, like, straight people is just... Be- I feel like a lot of it stems from how it affected us at an early age and as queer people. And mm-hmm. maybe it's not re- all bad, but because it was so pushed on us, we have, like, a bad taste in our mouths be- from it. Mm-hmm. About it. Yeah, like, I feel like... like because it's spelling <laughs> bee. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'll always be shocked by straight men who are nice to me. And I feel like they're always like, Me too. oh, and I'm, I'm literally always like, oh my God, like, you're so nice. And then Probably you go to Facebook, you're like, I met a nice straight person today. It's really like <laughs> wild. But also like my sister's a straight person, but I think she's, if you're listening, bitch, uh, can we say bitch? I said it. You can say whatever um, you want. I think uh, my sister gives me the vibes, the queer vibes. She always mm. has. And I'm going to keep saying it till she comes out. But I feel like that my, sounds healthy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a pusher. Um, <laughs> oh, imagine conversion therapy the other way. Oh, but it also just be like a fun weekend getaway. We hand them a gun and I'm like, no. Oh my god! What the hell, Jitch? Is there like it's rhinestones on the gun? Loaded. Is the gun like rhinestone or bedazzled? It is. And the safety okay. is on. You know. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how to do that, but someone will figure it out. <laughs> A top will figure it out. Um, <laughs> oh, but I feel like sometimes though with my sister, because she's a straight person, I I hear her talking about like men and how and like her role and what she's gonna do in a relationship, mm. and it sometimes does feel like it's tied to sex. And it's tied to her being like submissive, and it's tied to her, and that frustrates me because I'm like, you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. And then it makes me think like, how do they have sex? Like, what happens? And then I see straight porn when I'm doing testing, and I'm like, this is a lot. Like, <laughs> y'all have this. The, the, people are screaming. <laughs> but also, <laughs> I feel like porn is not a good representation of any sex. No. Yeah, I agree. Well. So I think you should just go watch some, I think you should get some real life experience um, seeing. Would you have a straight people zoo? A straight people I only want to see straight people in a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's as oh close as I want to get. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> I don't want to get any closer. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I feel like, uh, I feel that same way about like straight people in my life. 
Um, because even though I identify, I identify as straight, and I would say I'm in a straight relationship, um, I, it's hard to say that because I would also say I'm in a queer relationship, and I don't really know which is true. And <laughs> but because I we are we might be in a straight relationship, but we're both queer people, there is still like the flexibility of like not having to fit into those. Mm-hmm. Let's ask the viewers. Vote below. Am I queer <laughs> or am I straight? <laughs> so the only time I want to be a, a bottom is when there's snow in the driveway <laughs> and it needs to be shoveled. <laughs> but you know what else is interesting? That's, that's when I like the rolls. Yeah, you gotta use them where you can. Yeah. yeah. We do. They suck sometimes, but we also benefit from them. God, <laughs> um, but I <laughs> uh, uh, are you there, God? It's me, Ginger. Yeah, <laughs> it's me, Chlamydia. If you are, could you please give us a shout out? So, we can if you can, oh, we should do a ghost. No, we're not. Okay, Drew, get the Ouija board out of the car. Oh, Jesus I want to talk to my dad. If you're, if one person is like, I'm a top, I'm a, and the other person is like, I'm a bottom, and things change over time, mm-hmm. it can be really frustrating for both people because then they feel like, well, I thought it was this way, and I feel yeah. like it, because it's so ingrained, and be, because people attach themselves so hard to those, you know, really it's based on sexual behaviors. It's not based on your mm-hmm. you as a person, but people attach themselves to that so hard that then there's like anger and there's confusion and there's jealousy and like all of that kind of stuff comes up and it gets weird if people don't um communication is key i agree i have a theory that um all of these boxes would be broken down if straight men would be more into it and more vocal about um liking getting pegged (gasps) yes but do you think they do no, that do it'd they be disgusting. It, have you done butt things? They have no yes. sense of I also hygiene. have pegged a man. Oh. oh my god, I don't know if I want to say that on this podcast. <laughs> um, I don't Too think much. so. I don't. I don't know. Do you like butt? My things? mind is blown. No. Well, I feel like you have to like. Oh, you don't have to. Sorry. If you, if, I mean, if it was never like you. messy. If that's what you're asking. Older. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Not that I, I remember. <laughs> Going back to your original <laughs> point, <laughs> I feel like in a non-joking way, straight men need to get more comfortable with just accepting that sometimes they just need some gentle loving, yeah. even if it's not being pegged, which some which could be not gentle. Um, <laughs> they, they don't always have to be the man. Yeah, they can accept yeah. just some, just you know, some other stuff. They can have emotions. They can cry after sex. Have you ever cried after sex? Yeah. Have you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so shy about it. 
<laughs> because it's like <laughs> that's a a bigger issue. <laughs> I mean, it's like, was it good, good crying or bad no, crying? I've only ever bad cry. I didn't. Have I, you good cried? No, I was okay. talking Who about good bad cries. Cry. Oh, I was talking about good crying. Um, I've heard I from some people. Have you cried yet? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. Have you experienced? I've, I've, a few people in my life have cried after sex, uh, which I think is a kind of. A stereotypical lesbian thing because they're like oh i love you what? let's move in together <laughs> like that's just another stereotype Wait, you're saying you've had sex with people who no 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 oh, okay <laughs> yes <laughs> every <laughs> time no i mean i'm saying like i know people not me who cry, have happy cried after sex because they're like so in, in so in love it was so intimate so connected my dog did cry one time change ladies I've, and gentlemen grow up can we also like i think we also need dog sex ed or something what no. where are we going with this no. <laughs> i just want to know how they know that is all i want how they know how that. to do are it having sex yes why why can they sense it they get very wait excited. what yes, yes they do. That well, wait. When you're having sex, the dog knows that you're even having if, sex. Like, I, I feel like even before, like what? once it, <laughs> even the thought like comes into your head, and like you both know that you want to have sex. Like the dog is also like in that triangle and knows. How? Like, well, like just, what signals is the dog giving I, you? My dog grabs the humping. And <laughs> does what? It grabs the, the loop. <laughs> Retrieves it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> like Brings a you a little condom. <laughs> yeah, <he> does. <laughs> but like, doesn't bite down too him. hard, so it's yeah. like fine. Yeah. He's great. He's great. I don't know but about there's, that. There's no, something. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I don't yeah. love where that's going. I I'm mean, jealous that you don't know I don't what that's like They it, don't. I mean, our dogs are like pretty old, and they just don't know what's going on in general, which <laughs> maybe is a good thing. <laughs> It's just very nonchalant. Ugh. Um, but men have prostates, and I don't know why they don't like to be to have them. Like straight, do straight men like to get like grabbed in their butt? Like I don't know. I what? think so. I, like, they get to do, like caressing. I know straight men are just like all about the. Game. You mean, are you talking about grabbing their butt their or butt. inside their butt? Not inside. I mean. <laughs> I was like, you said, do they like being the grabbed that's in that's their butt? The and I was like, do they? I don't know. Stay tuned. We're going to talk Sounds about fisting. stressful. <laughs> Someone tried to have me fist them one time. And it was a lot. Yeah, that scares me. Anytime I'm on anything in there, I see the word fisting, I immediately try to get out or of there. Or the word Gaping. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> that one makes me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> you don't like to gape or engorged? engorged? Rather not. I mean, no, like, no shame on people who enjoy gaping. <laughs> I'm pretty shame. That's why I came here today. Not yucking yuck. a yum You're is your whole thing, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm yucking yum. Okay. Um... Where do we want to go from here? <laughs> well, do people ask you like how how gay people have sex or queer people have sex? Oh, well. Do you want me to 
go off. Okay. My whole thing that bothers <laughs> me about, like, like it, I don't know. It kind of comes into play with queer sex, I guess. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what bothers me personally uh, with, like, being trans and with sex is that every trans person I feel like has sex in different ways are comfortable with different things whatever but for me like my sex life looks very much like a cis guy sex life and it bothers me that people assume that it's not or like like there's just a lot of comments of like oh like I don't I feel like comedians and stuff have said something to stuff to me about like one day when you get to jack off or something like that or like these like certain things as if like like how do you know they're not already a part of my life or like like they assume that I still have sex as if I'm a lesbian mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who says that to people uh, in general right <laughs> my mouth is shut say their name right <laughs> whisper to me oh. in front of over <laughs> I feel like, do people ask you also, y'all, mm-hmm. or just like queer people in general, because it happens to me, people assume what the kind of sex that I have, and then they unsolicit, they, it's like unsolicited questions about how they can do it, so like, they'll be like, randomly, it's always cis straight women will be like, yeah, my partner wants to have anal sex, it's mm-hmm. so like, what's, what's the first, like, what should I do, should I like, buy? and I'm like, I don't. Talk to your partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's my dad's phone number. Like, I don't... <laughs> but, like, it's a weird because they... And it's... Sometimes it's also, like... I think because they hear us talk about it or make fun of ourselves in, like, a self-deprecating mm-hmm. way, yeah. they think it's just, like, in the middle of, like, lunchtime, they can just, like, <laughs> say it really loud and you're like, yeah. oh, my God, what's happening? Because they're serious. They want to yeah. know, like, how does anal sex happen? How can they... For me. And, like, you're the spokesperson. Yeah, and I am the spokesperson, but I, like, pay me. <laughs> I, I've i had straight cis women ask me how scissoring happens. Uh, and they, I love scissoring. The way that they think about it is, like, anatomically impossible. <laughs> I, I mean, and I'm like, girl. Like, I'm like, try it. You do that. <laughs> Bend your body <laughs> that way. That. <laughs> Why is it always straight cis women who ask all these questions? Well, I guess a, like a straight cis man never would. They wouldn't. Well, when they do, though, they're like, yeah, bro, my, my girl likes to touch my... And I'm like, okay, I'm not touching you. <laughs> Goodbye. I also don't like, like, curious. That was one of the questions. Yeah. Drinking. I <laughs> had a situation recently with a curious person, and um, I didn't do anything, but, like, they were just, they were always, like, asking questions, trying to, like, whatever. And then as soon as it turned, me responding and kind of, like, vibing back with them, all of a sudden it was like, oh, whoa, 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 you're, you're James Charlesing the situation. You're being, you're being uh, creepy. Like, you're being weird. And I was like, no, every time we you see were, each other, yeah. you, you bring it up and want to talk about it. So how is it weird if I didn't know? I feel yeah. like that's an issue of just their insecurities with yeah. their own... Yeah. self because mm-hmm. yeah. and i feel like women can ask that more easily i guess just because women being with women is such a 
I don't know. Like, yeah. like you know, everyone's made out with a girl in college. Like, that kind of mindset. It's seen as less, like, harmful or, yeah. And there's, so there's a lot of, like, people who are curious, I think, in female queer circles, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Yeah. Do you think that everyone is um, a little pansexual? Or do you feel like you're all the way on one end? Well, okay. <clears throat> That's difficult because I feel like sometimes we talk about it as if sexual attraction is the only thing. So that's like hard for me to answer because I don't, I think I'm only, I, I don't know how to answer this. Because I'm not sure if I'm sexually attracted to men or not, but it's also, say I was. I don't know if I could even go through with it because I feel like there's just too much from the past of what I've experienced that, like, I I can't do it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't know. There's just a lot. I can't, like, I used to say that everyone, like, I was like, oh, everyone's pansexual a little. Like, they have to be. I was like, I'm pansexual. I think Megan Fox is hot. And then recently (laughs) I was, at an undisclosed location and there was a fully naked stripper woman and my lifestyle is really <laughs> exciting um and there was like boobs and for some reason like i said i've had sex with someone with a vagina and that was really fun but boobs for some reason like for real i was like whoa <laughs> too much i don't like girls i, really <laughs> like, I was I, like coiled and i was like oh. and then i had to go back to oh, my oh, like, kinsey scale chart and then, and then put it like all the way over here we all so, have kinsey scale yeah, charts in our yeah. home <laughs> keep a, i keep my pocket <laughs> version I, my pocket. I was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i called the hotline i'm like so mr kinsey <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it, I don't, I mean, obviously not everyone's pansexual because they're just not, but even if it was like that, I feel like it's less of, like, sexual and just more of, like, maybe physical mm-hmm. attraction to I a lot of people. I agree with that. Yeah. I think, yeah, like, I think, I mean, I have been with men and women, and I think, um, for me, like, men is, like, I can be like, oh, that's a hot dude, he's attractive, but I'm also like, I don't feel the need to have sex with that person. Yeah. So, I like, it's just, you know, we can all recognize it's when somebody's different. attractive. That's yeah. true. Know? We're willing to say it, too. Like, that's the I'll other, never say it. Are, like, I'll never tell. Are, like, <laughs> whenever they meet, like, gay men, they're like, no, bro, like, I, could, I think you're cute, though. Oh, they're trying to be like, I get it, because I, I can. I can tell when yeah. other people are attracted. Yeah. I'm like, congrats on that. You congrats did, on being gay. Yeah. yeah, you're a gay. <laughs> oh my god, you're a fag. Welcome <laughs> to the community. Hey, sis. <laughs> I feel like we're missing some major things, but Should I don't. We talk know. about STIs. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, t- what do you weird? want? No. No. Well, can I tell you that during COVID, I want to say it was it, I. You'd have to look it up. It was either chlamydia or gonorrhea. One of the two was up by three hundred percent. Three hundred percent. That's a lot. Alone. People don't want to go to the store and buy condoms. Mm. 
Yeah, you wouldn't want to do. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Well, also, no, I was joking. I feel like yeah. that's not. I feel not like you're having sex with less people. Maybe. Well, I think it's because they weren't doing a lot of testing, and then they started oh. testing mm-hmm. all of a sudden, and it was like. Oh, so it know, caught up. But it's still high. It's still high, and there's also super gonorrhea in Kentucky. Oh yeah. Um, which is like medication is here, like medication. Resistant. Doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so you have to be hospitalized. Um, I also invented that. So. <laughs> You've been I don't busy. Know, I look like Dexter. <laughs> Should I lean into it? Are you talking Dexter's lab? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to know us, Dee Dee and Dexter for Halloween? I'm being Doug Dimidome for Halloween, oh, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but STIs are wild. I've had yeah. I've had STIs, but I asked you and you said you didn't. I was trying to bond over sorry our mucous I mean, membranes being inflamed. Aw, yeah. sorry. I've been tested. Us, well, so what did you say? I said I've been tested, but yeah. no luck. So, I mean, what should people know then if they think they got one? Yeah, I mean, ask a friend. Ask, phone a friend. <laughs> um, I mean, don't look things up online. Like, that's going to just make you a little bit scared. But the best way with most STIs is just to regularly get tested because a lot of times they don't have symptoms right up front. And they can take a while, and some of them are really dangerous. If you have them for a long period of time, they can affect your reproductive system. Whether or not you want to use that, it can it can mess up things on the inside, and that's not cool. And it can cause they can cause rashes. So like syphilis is really weird. Like it's not usually syphilis causes like it can cause hair loss on your arms and like a full body rash and like weird stuff. Um, some people say in the hit motion picture Moulin Rouge that 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 bitch died from syphilis Satine? Satine, yes some people say it's tuberculosis but I'm like it was syphilis just because of my job I'm like it was but um (laughs) yeah syphilis is wild but uh, there's different kinds of infections and a lot of them are a lot of them are curable but um the ones that aren't have really good treatments now so if you get regularly tested, then you know before you, before, well, before it's too late mm-hmm. and it gets weird. But I had chlamydia in my eyeball. Do you want to hear about it? In your eye? It's, it's, it's too long of a story. Maybe, I don't know. It but just sounds okay. like it would hurt a lot. I survived. But it's, can I tell you what happened? Mm-hmm. I'll tell it really quickly. I had sex with someone with a vagina who was a trans man. And, um, well, first of all, I didn't understand vaginas. And I, I was like, oh, there's, there's squirting <laughs> happening. This is getting really weird, but it's okay. Um, and then my friends were like, no, they're peeing on you. Mm. And I was like, are they peeing on me? Am I getting peed on? Oh, so you didn't understand. Were you texting your friends like it during? <laughs> I would talk to them the next day and be like, so this thing happened. <laughs> you're like video calling, like you're fixing a sink. And like, like this what is this? I'm like, so look at this. <laughs> really close to the phone. Do you see the stain on the bed? Oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, it was like, I didn't know I had a water bed. Uh, pop. It was a lot. Anyway, um, and so I, my mouth was there. And I think it's because I touched my eyes so much. I'm allergic to everything. My guess is that my finger and mouth were there. And then I put my finger in my eyeball because I'm mm. itching my eyes because I'm always doing that. 
it's annoying. I have really bad allergies. Um, but I went to the hospital and was like, I have pink eye. And a lady came back and she was like, have you ever heard of chlamydial conjunctivitis? And she was like a really hot doctor. She kind of looked like Daphne from Scooby-Doo. Oh and I was God. like, and I was like, no, I've never heard of that. And she started, I explained what happened. She started laughing. And I was like, what's funny? She's like, you, it's just funny because you have how you said it. You've had sex with someone with a vagina. And I was like. Because okay. she's like assuming it's a woman and you're mm-hmm. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so they're a great person. Was it P or was it? It was P. Okay. Wait. I think. <laughs> I feel like. It was okay. so much fun. We're like, oh, we had bad sex education and now we're over here in. Was it Is it P? not always P? I guess is my question. I truly have no idea. Okay. I think that. I think what you should know is that would that doesn't happen just, every time like, you have sex with a woman or with someone with a vagina. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, yeah that was what that. That's oh what wait, I gathered, but you okay? So you know that that's not what always. That's not. Oh, the, I'm aware because people were okay. disturbed when I told them. I mean, well, it's. I, I was like, wow, my micro penis is really doing a lot. Like I was like, I'm really doing it. And then I was. I'm really doing it. But I feel like, is it not also totally like the person makes it happen? I don't. I. Why are y'all looking at me? I don't know know about squirting. (laughs) I don't really know how it happens. Um, Understand? Like, I don't. I. So, here's the thing. Maybe we can ask the reader or the readers, the listeners about squirting. Yeah. It was a wild time. (laughs) And if you I, have ever, <laughs> do you know anything about squirting? Please contact, like squirt go to at Kian Straub on Instagram. <laughs> Please send me handwritten letters about your experiences. Um, See y'all with a kiss from your puss. Do you, I have a question for <laughs> you, Ginge. Yeah. So you have a lot of sex toys <laughs> in your yeah. little suitcase. I do. Do you, like, do you, are those all yours? <laughs> yeah, how did no, you? They're from my work. Okay, what do you do with those at work? We do condom demonstrations to show people oh. how to put on a condom. And usually they make me do that too because I think they know that I'm a comedian and they know that I'll make jokes while I'm doing it, which makes yeah. people feel more comfortable because they're so nervous. So if you just break the ice by telling silly jokes about dildos, they're fine. But, um, yeah, we show people how to do them because a lot of people don't know how to put on condoms uh-huh. or they put them on inside out and then they take them and they put them back in. Oh, and, no. Or back on, I should say, and then in something. And that's really bad because you can have pre-ejaculatory <laughs> fluid and then that's going to go on the outside oh, of the condom yeah. now. So you're putting, you could possibly putting pre-ejaculatory fluid inside of an orifice that you really don't, that's the point of the condom. You're a doctor, so. pre-ejaculatory fluid, and then you said orifice. Yeah, should we date? I'm mm. your type. <laughs> <laughs> what if I look like this and I was a doctor the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> that would be so cool. You'd have that to get up so early. No, like, Whoa, I would be I like, give me my pap. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hold on, sweetie, this is just going to hit in two seconds. Do you... <laughs> Do you have a lot of sex toys in your own sex life? No, I don't have any sex toys in my sex life. Really? Yeah. Drew's shaking his head. No, we don't. When I tell the joke about missionary sex and like how boring I am, that's true. We're (laughs) in an open relationship, but it's boring with everyone. And I have to tell them like, I'm not trying to 
I'm just trying to. You're like, this isn't the Olympics. This is your old run of the mill gay sex. Yeah. I feel like (laughs) just just having (laughs) sex itself is like enough work where it's like, where, how are we going to make this more than (laughs) just what it is? Also, like missionaries. (laughs) I mean, like, sure, there's like thing like there's the fantasy but it's just like um i mean prosthetics but oh that's that's which also i feel like people is no i have a sex robot are you a doctor (laughs) 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 i feel like people assume um like, like I wouldn't refer to what I have as a dildo, and I feel like some people don't understand the difference. Like, you wouldn't use the word strap-on? No, I, I don't like that. Okay. And it's, like, because that implies it's also strapless, so it's, like, oh. not. <laughs> it's a convertible. It's, like, a tube top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry if that's insane. <laughs> oh my god. About. Sincerely. No, there's literally so many different types of prosthetics. Uh, they're fucking they're insane. And I have a packer that I use in a performance and it melted. And so now what? What? I'm confused about why well, okay, so I do the never enough with all the dildos. Yeah. So one of them was the Packers. The the one that's like oh, real I floppy. Saw it. Yeah, I saw it. Was I like was thinking the whole time you were talking about yeah. your condom yeah, demonstration. I it out and when I was performing, because I didn't know it melted in the car, and I pulled it out like that, and I, I was shocked. <laughs> and the audience was shocked. You're like, what? And I was like, oh, I couldn't. I literally went, oh. And the audience was like, oh. Did you it? hear them all be like, what the? Do you just do it just because it's funny to pull out like a flaccid yeah, dick? It's yeah, like, I do okay. that as like the last one. And because I could whip it around oh, like I was yeah, going to lasso yeah. somebody. Yeah. My dad taught me that too. Oh, God. <laughs> he's a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's illiterate. But <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you a question, Ken? Mm-hmm. What? So. When you say you wouldn't describe a prosthetic as a dildo, what what does that mean for you? I feel like a dildo is just like a pr- I don't know how to I mean, sure you could call it a dildo, I guess, but that makes me personally uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And um I would consider a prosthetic like there's so much more that goes into making a prosthetic, like texture, the look, everything. Like they're way more expensive. Um, and therefore, they're meant to be, um, I don't know how to... Not a toy? Well, it is, but it's also, like, it's meant to be as realistic as it can. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, a dildo it's isn't... not, like, hot pink necessary. or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Um, well, <laughs> some of us have pink dicks. Okay? <laughs> like, I feel like... a. A dildo is like a sex toy, whereas a prosthetic, It yes, it is also, like, for me, a dick. But, like, think about prosthetics in general. You could have a prosthetic leg, a prosthetic whatever. Like, it's more... It's part of your body. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. more, Yeah. Sex. Sex. And that's all you ever need to know about it. 
<laughs> we should start wrapping this one up, but I did have one question for you guys. Okay. Because we talked about, you know, uh, the, the different boxes of what sex is and whatever and breaking out of those. So, if you guys feel comfortable, what is, like, one thing or one way in your guys' sex life that is outside of those boxes that people wouldn't expect? <laughs> I, well, I would say that a lot of people, um, going back to the top-bottom question, mm -hmm. and, like, me jokingly being like, so are you a top, like, people, sorry, smacked you, people, um, whatever, I'm like, oh, I, I, as I get older, I feel like I like to top more. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because, just because, like, I don't want to care as much about, like, what I eat and, like, yeah. everything out. Yeah. But I just, it's, that's easier. And my partner and I are in an open relationship, and we're both more tops mm -hmm. now, as both as we get older. And I feel like we both were skinny little twinks when we were younger, and people would be like, oh, you're a bottom. And so then you're like, oh, I guess I'm going to have sex that way. So I guess something shocking or that people wouldn't expect that's different from like the norm is we don't have we don't really have like that sexual we have sex with each other and i'll be the bottom but like i'm more like verse but as i get older i like to top more and when mm. i tell people that they're like no that's not true <laughs> yeah and i'm like it is true and so that that's like weird but i think people don't expect that, mm -hmm. guess, i'll be honest like, even like things. when we were hanging out and we were talking about sex mm -hmm. um it even surprised me a little bit. I don't. I just assumed, mm -hmm. as well. So yes, I'm Lena. I've always thought you were a top. Oh, you're, you're just very Dan. like oh. <laughs> assertive. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Here I am with my stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, the most like sexual relationship I ever had. We were both completely like versatile with each other, mm -hmm. and one person would fuck the other one, like back and forth. But I feel like we were having sex all the time, and they were like they were like more sexual than I was, mm. and it was exhausting. And I was like, you know, I used to think this was like the ideal, but now I'm like, I kind of like just like chilling out. Can we watch a movie? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> let's make pasta from Trader Joe's. Oh, that's so gay. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. I feel like what do people not expect of me? I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have assumed and put me in the bottom box, um, which I think, I don't know. I don't know how to be surprising with this. I don't do anything so crazy wild in my sex life. <laughs> <laughs> um, you seem pretty surprised that I pegged a man. That is Actually, yeah, that really surprised me. She comes out and like that. <laughs> She's like, I did want to show you this and pulls out like a latex Oh no. <laughs> um I mean I think I uh come off as like a very kind of soft spoken and like not assertive in any way. And I don't know. I feel like I'm more comfortable giving than receiving because I feel self conscious about aspects of my own body that make me not love when people interact with it sometimes so I, I like that's a whole thing that mm -hmm. could be talked about on its own yeah and i mean i'm with somebody who makes me feel comfortable so it's a lot better but i feel like i this might not be surprising it's just a fact of my life that i just i don't know i'm much more eager to give than receive do you feel like it changed as you got older i feel like it changes depending on who i'm with oh okay. 
and the level of like comfortableness with the other person. I know what mine is. What's your Because I think I think you tweeted something recently and I was like we should talk about I thought to myself that Oh we god, what have I been tweeting? Um <laughs> I think you tweeted about loving eating vagina or something. I would not tweet that. I swear I swear to God. No, I wouldn't it. tweet that because I'm like, I would get fired from my job. because <laughs> <laughs> no, I was surprised. I swear it was you. Oh, my God. Well, Maybe I went to a different universe I do love to then. do that. Um, but I, as <laughs> identifying as a straight man, I don't. You don't oh, like going down on a vagina? Really. What don't you like about it? I don't find... I don't know. <laughs> it depends. Like... <laughs> I just really don't like tastes and smells. Oh. And so I'm very like if you it's going to happen we're good. You should have <laughs> been a long hauler. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys find someone, if you get a contact for me, I will, uh, Is the NRA still doing stuff? You oh no. Their events. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, for me it's like uh if we just showered and um and if, if it's a full moon outside, you know. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! god. <laughs> I you know, I felt like when I had sex with someone with a, a vagina, I learned how much it felt like a, a job. <laughs> and mm. I was like, this is a lot of work. Like this is a lot of like. I feel like when I have sex with a, a butt, it's just like just the thing. It's just a, it just happens. Mm-hmm. But I felt like I was spending a lot of quality time mm-hmm. and a lot of like rhythm and a lot of like ask communication. Listening. There's none of that. Reading like body think. cues. Well, I feel like like cis sex, like yes. like gay sex, like butt penis. Yes. <laughs> Straightforward. <laughs> like and you're like i don't know it's just like we all know what 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 a dick does exactly like like you said you do have to spend a little bit of quality time with the vagina i felt like seriously having sex with drew it's like drive through at taco bell having sex with someone with a vagina it was like a golden corral i just kept going back up i was like okay (laughs) <laughs> the oh my god, please say this on yeah, stage. Why That's so funny. You need to tell that joke. It but it is a lot. And I, th- I like that about like having sex with a woman because I like the taste and smell of vaginas. Oh. Um, and I think you do have to do a lot of like the communicating, and it's yeah. more intimate to me. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, that is true. I'm just realizing all these things now that aren't very typical. Um, I also just, like, don't really, outside of, like, if I want to have sex, I don't really get turned on by <laughs> women, and that sounds re- really weird. Off or on? <laughs> huh? On. I don't get turned on. on by women. I I actually feel like I get turned on more. If I'm, like, not turned on, I'm more likely to get turned on by like a guy but then i would want to have sex with a woman interesting well i'm right here (laughs) hello (laughs) (laughs) yeah but this would be backwards oh yeah so it'd have to be a drag drag. king oh yeah yeah 
That is so interesting. Yeah. So would do you like watch some porn or something? Well, not not always. I mean, it just kind of depends. But honestly, like in general, I feel like I get more turned on by dicks than I do vagina. But I don't want to have sex with somebody's dick. Whoa. Do you think um, that goes back to like the like sexual attraction versus physical attraction that we were talking about earlier? My the only thing I really think that it plays into is like, um, I think it plays into me not having a dick and wishing I was experiencing what was mm-hmm. happening. I mean, that is like, I could see how that could be like a turn on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for validating. <laughs> you are real. Okay. Should we wrap this one up? Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That is it for this episode. You can um, find all of us on social media. Um, it'll all be tagged on our Instagram at Speaking yes. Out Proud Pod. Yeah, unfollow Kian and just follow the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to change the podcast just to my name so that <laughs> everyone's following me. <laughs> if you have any questions about um, queer sex or if you know what squirting is and how that works feel free to email us or submit to us anonymously using our google form which (laughs) is linked in the bio of our instagram yes and what is our instagram did you say it already yeah speaking out proud thank you i gotta go follow it (laughs) okay fuck off (laughs) (laughs) bye thank you gingy bye thanks for having me bye i feel educated Uh.